0: Absolutely. Well, we're going to jump right into this. I'd say, have you ever noticed how straightforward the Bible is about everything? You know, I mean, straightforward, especially when you look at the, the heroes of faith and stuff. Can we turn it up just a little bit? I want make sure we're coming through there. But, um, you know, the, the Lord is just uh, right on the mark, right on time all the time. How many know we serve an on-time God? amen well I got to thinking this week and then just spending time with the Lord and he was just showing me a few things that he really never sugarcoats anything does he it is what it is and it's the truth and you don't bend it don't break it it's it's we can stand on it amen and his word is faithful but I was thinking about you know the people in the Bible I was thinking about you and me I was thinking about man you know sometimes you think wow Why would God choose me? Why would God choose us in the the midst of everything? And I heard this saying when I was studying. I didn't didn't come up with it. And I just loved it. And I said, you know what? I'm going to launch our message right off that. God can draw straight lines with crooked sticks. Amen. You know what? We just need to stay in the hand of God. You're going to hear me repeat that theme. Aren't you glad that he can use you right where you are? Amen. But he loves you too much to leave you there. And that's just the truth of the message. But I start thinking about the different uh, characters in the Bible. You know, you think about Abraham. You know, he was the the father for all those who would believe, but he still ran like a scared rabbit when it came to to his life, right? Y'all remember the story when he was going into a a new part of town there and he says, man, told his wife, boy, you're you're beautiful. And if they find out that uh, I'm your husband, they'll probably kill me. So just tell everybody you're my sister. Well, that didn't take much faith, did it? Matter of fact, that was the reverse of that, but God still used him, didn't he? Think about David, a man, after God's own heart. We know how he blew it, but he was quick to repent and get back in the game, amen? God's a forgiving God, amen? He's a God of restoration, and he's a God of order, amen? Think about Peter. I love reading about the, the, the different guys and gals in the Bible, and I think, you know, even though Peter was the first one to acknowledge Jesus Christ as the, as the Savior, the anointed one, he turned around and denied him three times at, at, at the, the, the prime time, you know what I mean? But guess what? It didn't slow God down, not at all. So again, I want you to hear this. God can draw straight lines with crooked sticks, amen? Yes, even me and you can be used mightily in the hand of God, amen? And you know, God's got the grip of grace, doesn't he? He didn't, he put, he didn't put you on a chokehold. He's got a grip of grace. So I'm going to go ahead. If you've got your Bibles with you, I always encourage you to bring your Bibles. We're going to launch out from Isaiah 46, 9, and 10. And then i got a whole lot of scriptures we're going to rivet it in with, all right? So you guys ready? Both of you ready? Anybody ready? All right. Man, I told you we need to pray for those folks at home. They'd be, they'd be yeah, all right. Well, let's jump in here and read God's word, amen? Starting in verse nine, it says, Remember the former things of old, for I am God, and there is no other. I am God, and there is no one like me, declaring the end from the beginning, from the ancient times, things that are not yet done, saying, My counsel shall stand, and I will do all my pleasure. Let me tell you, God's in control, isn't he? A lot of times we might flip on the TV and think, Oh, man, maybe not. But I'm going to tell you what, read the word, and you'll find out it is. Amen. He's got a pretty good track record. I say that a lot, right? Well, let's go ahead and look at this. I want to just pull out a few things here. You know, I always do some highlighting in the yellow just to grab our attention. And it says, you know, if we declare, if God can declare the end from the beginning, then it's all about His story, isn't it? He's a God of history. He knows what's coming down the pipe, right? He's not bound by time. And He's not, I want you to hear this. He's not bound by our mistakes. That's a good place to say amen. Yeah, man, I tell you what, you guys still on summer vacation, aren't you? Wow. But you know, he's not bound by our mistakes. He's the Lord of all creation, all knowing. And this is what I love about the Lord so much. He can weave our shortcomings into that perfect masterpiece. You know, it's never too late, but sooner is better. Amen. Let's get back in the game. And I just love that. Here's another example I was thinking about. Look at Judas. We know, you know, the story of Judas and God used his shortcomings to set the stage for the crucifixion. Right. But with that crucifixion, he took the crucifixion and turned it into our redemption. That's what I want us to hear today. So this is what I'm saying. God's not done with us yet. I want you all to hear to say that. God's not done with me yet. God's not done with me yet. Do you believe it? Yes. Good, good, good. So we want to go and, and dig in a little deeper. Even though our failures and, and shortcomings come up, God has the final outcome and he's in control. Amen. Let me hear you say God's in control now I got y'all working now we're gonna roll right through this thing now we're gonna keep on rolling well I picked out a few things and I said well who's in charge let's think about it who's in charge God's in charge we believe that right you know if you look at the universe you look at the tides and the moons and the sun and the oxygen and gravity if he can handle all of that you think he might be able to help us I think he can I think he's able I think he's willing and if you ever have any doubt of that just look to the cross but don't stop there remember he's risen right so he's sitting on the right-hand side of God, interceding for us. Well, let's keep on going. He is a God of order. God's not about chaos, amen? There's a lot of chaos in the world, but let me tell you, God doesn't promote chaos. There is always, he's always flowing from love, wisdom, and our best interests in you know, on his behalf. And a lot of times it's hard when we're in the middle of that storm to see that. But I, I'm here to comfort you with the word of God to tell you, you know, it's not over. It's not over. And, you know, I, I use that a lot of times with the disciples and, and Jesus walking on the water and Peter going out. And, and, I, and I never get tired of this illustration. So I'm going to go ahead and let you guys not get tired of it, too. But, uh, you know, when, when Peter goes out to meet Jesus, there's a storm there and the wind's blowing and everything else. But he's walking on the water. But the minute he takes his eyes off the Lord and starts looking at the storm, he gets overwhelmed. Right. Jesus grabs him. Right. Brings him back in the boat, and then the storm stops. The reason I tell you that story many times, I have to remind myself that. You say, well, well, I know the story, but do you see what I'm getting at? It didn't stop when Jesus grabbed him. He didn't stop the storm while he was there. He held him through the storm and brought him back in the boat. I'm going to tell you, if you're in a storm today, call on the name of Jesus and he'll grab you, walk with you, hold you, and get you back on the boat. Amen. That's what I want you to see is a God of order. And guess what? He is an all-knowing God, right? God doesn't have to have a plan B, amen? He doesn't have to have a plan B. He's he's not wavering. He's not fretting. He's not stressed. He doesn't panic, amen? You ever get around somebody and and, and sometimes you need a little little encouragement and they're the rock of the family and they start wobbling? Whoo, you're like, "Uh uh-oh. Man, pick somebody. Uncle Joe never gets upset. Uncle Joe's upset. This must really be bad, you know? So, you know, you look to that, but actually we need to look a little bit higher, a little bit higher, a little bit higher and look to the Lord. Amen. But you know what? We all can find ourselves in those times. Right. But I think as we continue to build our relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ and realize who's in charge is going to help settle those storms in your heart. Amen? That's why I want us to, to think about that. I say this a lot of times, you know, living here in Bacosa, we, you know, we, we don't uh, wait till the last minute when the water's up to here to start putting the sandbags down. Right. We we don't wait until till you know we're out there in the garage when it's all the way up to here, right? The lawnmower's going up as soon as we get the report, amen. Well, I'm here to give you the report. Guess what? We need Jesus, and he's here and he's available. And you know what? We're gonna stand on that because he is a God of purpose. Amen? Oh, yeah, a lot of note taking, man. We got a lot of good stuff to share. Man. He's a God of purpose. Make no mistake about it. He's completely in control. Now, you know, you hear this. You'll probably hear this till the Lord comes back for us. Well, why do things happen like this? And why do things happen like that? I, well, guess what? We're not going to figure it out with this. I know I'm not, but I know what I can do. I can trust God and go with what God said and hold on to the truth that God loves us. Do You think God loves you? Yes, he does. You know, but, but does he only love you when everything's going good? Only when you're doing good. Only when you get straight A's on your homework. Only when, you know, you you, you did everything just so. Not at all. I love it. I say this all the time where where me and Miles and Mike, we're on a contract. And if you don't do good on the contract, you're not going to get the contract next time. Guess what? God doesn't work that way. His contract was settled on that cross when he poured out his blood. It is finished. But you know, because of that, we can walk in the fullness and walk in that and live in that and and, and walk from that. What's the old saying? We don't fight for victory. We fight from victory. And the battle is the Lord's. Amen. I want you to hear that today. This should be encouraging to know that the Lord's in charge. Amen. Well, I want to give you a, a rivet this in here with a little bit of a God's word. Psalm 22, 8. The psalmist writes this. He says, for dominion belongs to the Lord and he rules over the nations. Mm. See, I believe that ought to bring us peace, comfort, and encouragement. And it ought to build our, our faith. When we start seeing everything in life out of control, we can come back to the basics. And go back to, to reading God's word and say, hey, but you know what? Why should we have to go back to it if we're already there? I'm, I'm here to tell you, open your word up. Open your hearts up, man. I love the songs that Miss Tanya selected this week. It was just really right on point with the message. And we're saying, open the floodgates of heaven. God's not trying to hold any good thing back from you, amen? And he knows what you need. And we say this a lot of time, Aren't you glad that God doesn't answer your prayers all the time just like you, you, you said? him, Amen? Because he sees the beginning from the end, and he knows what you need, right? And it's not always about our comfort, is it? It's not always about our comfort. But it is about his love and his grace and his mercy. And he's going to love us to where he wants us and mold us into the, the, the image of his dear son. God is working on our behalf. So, you know, we got to just realize that, you know, when we get this truth in our heart that we can trust God and he knows the beginning from the end, it starts to change everything. It should change the whole deal, how we, how we, we deal with our families. Amen? How we deal with our money. How we deal with, well, actually, it's his money, isn't it? It's all his. You know? How we, how we deal with one another. I've got a real quick story. I'm going to throw this in because you thought I forgot. It's my wife's birthday. Amen? Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a long ride home, I can tell you that. <laughs> no, don't say that. Well, I did a little birthday shopping yesterday. And after being as married as long as I have, I know I don't usually buy stuff. I buy gift cards. Guys, that's a good tip. That's a, that's a good word right there, right? You know? So I go, and I, and I said, well, I got a lot of running around to do. And uh, I probably should have did the plumbing work first, baby, because you know how long it takes me to do that. Five trips. <laughs> Man, that's a whole different story. Prayer request for homework there. But anyway, I'd go running around, and I said, well, I know where I'm going to go. And, and she's got this one shop she likes to go to. And uh, I went on in there, and, and, man, the ladies were working and everything. And I went up to the line, and I said, hey, how you doing? Because I'm thinking, buy it and get out. That's a guy, right? Buy it get out, buy it get out, buy it get out. So I go there, and I didn't realize I jumped in front of this other lady. <laughs> and I go, I need a gift card. She goes, you need to step over here. I go, okay. <laughs> I didn't realize this lady was But she had so much stuff, I didn't even see her. I was like, man. This could be dangerous in here. I said, ma'am, I'm so sorry. I didn't even know you were there. So got through there and another lady came over there to help me. And I said, I'd like to get this. I said, how was your day? Yeah. I said, yeah, I can see why my wife really enjoys shopping here. Y'all really do a great job. So I just spent a little bit of time. And she goes, you know what, honey? You need to talk to my husband. I was like, man, it made me feel good. right?" And I said something else and I was just being nice and, and all that. And you know what really blessed me? I I was just and the company. I was respecting the lady there. I was encouraging her. And I turned around and le- But when I got to the door, she didn't know I could still hear her. It blessed my heart. She said, you know, that man was just really nice. And I said, who is she talking about? So I did. A- I was the only guy in that said It's me. <laughs> Praise God. You know, because I'm not used to getting anything like that most of the time. She's like, can you believe that guy? The reason I brought all those things up is this. It didn't take much time. To encourage that lady. I didn't say anything over and above. I just say, hey, I really appreciate what you're doing. Take your time, all that. But you know what? Sometimes an empty heart doesn't take that much to fill. But you know what? I just bring that up because you know what? God's in charge, but God wants to work through us to make a difference in everyday situations. I didn't go in there and say, okay, today, you know what? I'm going to get in there. and I'm going to share Jesus with everybody. Lock the door. I was just trying to listen and be encouraged to when God prompted me. I knew they had a lot going on, so just spoke a little bit of life into somebody's life. Amen? Can we do that this week? Absolutely. Well, let's keep on rolling here. I was looking at this here, and one more thing. I said, you know, if God's in charge and we get this fact in our heart, this is something we can't afford to miss. I said, if God's in charge and God is love, why do we stress out? And you know what I wrote after that? You don't want to answer that. You're the only one who can answer that, because really, let's think about this now. Let's break it down. Because I'm a very simple guy. If God is in control, and God is love, the Bible says it's love, and God loves me, and I'm setting the family because I put my faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. Why am I worried about so many things? Amen. Think about your job, right, man? We, most of us got to work, and most of us, maybe not working, you might work at home or whatever. I'm not taking anything away from that. All of us got something we got to do. Amen. Right. And, and sometimes the work at home is the hardest. Amen. And and so, you know, and when you think about that, we can get overwhelmed sometimes, can't we? Because we think it's all on us. And when we take that, we probably put it all on us. But I want you to hear me today that God is in charge. And I want you to know this. But he's not saying, well, gosh, just trust God. That everything in the world's going to be all right. Never going to have a bad day. You know, this money's going to fall out of the sky and everything. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that when we put God in perfect, in, in a perfect place in our life, being first. Amen. Not only does God just come into our life, but when it transitions, that relation transitions into God is our life. Things start looking different. Amen. And that's the relationship. And that, to me, is the journey. Because you know what? We know that we're secure in Christ because of what Jesus Christ did when we call on the name of Jesus. It's by grace you've been saved through faith, not that of yourself. It's a gift to God. So when we receive that gift through faith, amen, we know that God who is in charge, God has got it covered. Amen? Well, let's take a look at this. Everybody doing good so far, right? Amen. We can rest in that reality. Take a look at this. Our loving and sovereign God is always there for us. Y'all believe that? See, sometimes it's hard not to know what's going on. Not, well, we got more company coming today. Let's see what's happening. It's hard sometimes to to say, "Well, you know, what in the world's going on?" Our loving and sovereign God is always there for us. But see, what does it mean? Sovereign means someone who has supreme power and authority. Supreme power and authority. Does God have supreme power or authority? Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So take a look at this. We can go on and take a look. Let's read this next scripture real quick here. Everybody looking good? Revelation 4.1. Ready? Y'all read this with me. It says, Worthy are you, O Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things, and by your will they existed and were created. Amen? God has got it under control. Amen? God has got it under control. So when we receive this powerful truth, it ought to instill the boldness of God in our life. Amen? We ought to have boldness and courage and be on fire for Him. Amen? Because let me tell you, when we start looking who God is, we can make all the difference in the world, all the difference in the world when God starts working through our life. Amen? Absolutely. Let's take a look here. When you t- I'm going to pull this out a little bit. For you created all things. Not some things, all things. And you know, God is good. I, I don't know what's going on, but I'll tell you what, let's just take a minute where we pray. Listen, we won't pray. I don't know what's going on, but God does, and I just feel like we just need to pray for our friends here. Lord, uh, Father, you know that things can change in an instant. And Father, it may not be nothing, but it may be something. But right now, we just lift up our friends and family right now for your touch to them, uh, your guidance and your love in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. Hurt, you know you 13-year-old
0: son Okay. okay, I knew, I knew, knew something was going to he so Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. So he's okay. I, I knew when I saw that come out, I said, it's time to pray. So thanks, man. Thank you so much. God, you are good. And you know where to get us and you know where to, to bring us into safety. Lord, so I thank you for that. They were able to come get them right on time. Beautiful. Absolutely. All right. Well, again, this right on time on the message, right? Because guess what? He created all things and existed. In the very beginning, let's keep on going here. Proverbs sixteen four says, "The Lord works out everything to its end, even the wicked for a day of disaster." Now, let's let's talk about that. You know, God takes everything in control, into consideration, everything in. I mean, I'm having a hard time. Everything in consideration, everything into the equation. He's not. He's not going to come up and go. Well, man, I didn't see that coming. Amen. And so it's good to know that when we walk with God, that we have that same encouragement to know that he's working on our behalf. Amen. When things are coming up and things are going down and this is what's happening, all these different things going on, we can still grab hold to the truth that God's in control. And even a lot of times when we turn the TV on and we see all these different things happening, we go, my gosh, what's going on? What happens if this person does this? What happens if this country does this? What happens if this is going on over here? What in the world are we going to do? We're going to trust God. Amen. We're going to trust God because he knows the beginning from the end. And he's going to work all things together for the good. And you know what? He can even take some of those disasters. He didn't cause them. He can take those disasters and work them all together for the good. Amen. And that's what I want us to see. When we we go through a tough time, look at it up against the backdrop of the cross. Look at it up against the backdrop of God's love and rest in the reality that God is who he says he is in his word. But you know what? If the devil can keep you with that word shut. You just might not know who you are in Christ. Amen. And guess what? You can get trampled with not knowing who you are in Christ, but you can rise above when you know who you are in Christ, because he's already set the stage and he set us right with him in the heavenly realms. Amen. Got some more word for you here. Now, this is something the Lord gave me the other morning when I woke up. I used to do a little bit of journaling and I throw that out on our, our Facebook page. And God showed me this. God's design, divine design is far better than the plans of man. Right. And I said, you know what, today rest in knowing that God's in control. See, then I said it again earlier. When we put God in his proper place, it changes everything. And I'm going to repeat myself again because I want us to really think about it. Because I want us to take what we're learning here and what we got going on and put it into our everyday life. Practical application. What are we going to take from this today and start using it when we leave here? Or maybe even before we leave here to strengthen us in, in what God's doing. Amen? You know, so how many people got investments? Maybe a 401k, maybe something like that. We try to stay up on that. God wants us to be good stewards of that, right? There's nothing wrong with that. But let me tell you, I don't believe that we got to be biting our fingernails and sweating and everything over that. I think what we need to do is ask God, hey, Lord, how will you have us to work in this situation? Lord, you've blessed me with this. I want to be a good steward and I want to move forward with that. That's how I believe that we should live our life as, as Christians, not fretting. You know, most of us work with a lot of people at work, maybe even close quarters at work and stuff, and you can be such a huge witness in there. Now, I'm not telling you to go and say, I don't care about anything. God's got it covered, whatever. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying trust God, realize that he's in charge, and rest in the reality that he's working on our behalf. That's what I want you to hear today. Even when we can't see all the pieces of the puzzle, you know, the longer we live, usually you'll say, wow, I didn't know God was working in that aspect at that time for a time such as this. All the guys with those beautiful wives here, you can say amen, right? Amen. Ladies, y'all want to be jumping up and down when I say that. Right? But you know, and it works both ways for the guys too. But, you know, when you think about those things, you know, there was time in my life that I thought, man, what is going on? What's going on with, 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 you know, man, marriage and life and this and divorces and things and craziness and all this stuff. And I was like, I just want to go home. You ever find that way? You just want, don't touch. I just want to sit in a little ball because everything's coming unglued. I'm the only one that ever happened to you, right? I was going to say, I was going to stop and pray for you all again. (laughs) Pray for ourselves. But sometimes we get like that. But what happens when we get in those times, let me tell you what I found is a good thing is when I get in those situations, maybe that's when I need to get alone and get with God and say, Lord, help me to remember what you've done. Help me to remember what you said. See, sometimes I gotta, I gotta go back and, and remember how God brought me through this and through this and through this and what God's promises says and what, what he said he would do and, and all these things. And it's not based on me, but it's based on him. Listen what I say. As we grow in that relationship, we should be more... We should be continually being molded into who Christ has us to be, amen? But let me tell you the good news. He'll start with you right where you are, amen? And the grip of grace, He's not going to let go. That's why I keep coming back. That's why I come back every week, amen? Every week. Because sometimes a week can get long. From Sunday to Sunday, you can, you can experience a lot of different things. Everybody said, amen. You know, it just it's just amazing. Sometimes I'm thinking... Have you ever felt this? I just want to go back to yesterday. Have you ever got home and you go, hey, what's going on? And it goes, whoo, and you go. Let's try this again. You know, hey. But you know what? That's life, isn't it? And and we can't keep plowing back. We can't go. You can't stay in yesterday. But you can learn from yesterday. And you can appreciate yesterday. And you can take the, the, the love of yesterday and bring it in Today. To transform your tomorrow and your next day and your next day. Because God is in control. Amen. We can rest in that reality. Man, listen to this again. God's divine design is far better than the plans of man. I can think of what I think is pretty cool stuff. And God goes, I can be that. Right? I never dreamed that we'd have the opportunity that we have here today. Do you know tomorrow? uh, Not tomorrow. Next month, we'll be in this building for two years. It's just moving. Around. Isn't that something? We didn't even know where we were going to go. We didn't know where we were going to go when we were at the other place. We we're like, I don't know. I thought maybe we were going to go to the school. I was like, okay, I think we're going to go to school. And I tried everything I could do to move to the school. Did you understand what the problem was in there? I. And God said, er, er. roadblock after roadblock. So what did I do? Did I just go, well, man, okay. I go, what's wrong with these people? What's happening? Surely it couldn't be me, right? And then I start listening a little bit. And God started nudging a little bit. And he's got the big picture, amen. And so he leads us, he leads us down this way. And I said, Well, gosh, you know, me and my friend were looking around, you know, maybe we could talk to the women's club and see what's going on. Maybe we could help out. Maybe we could be a mirror Christ. Maybe we could be a mirror Christ to them, but also to the community. So I called. And nobody called me back. (laughs) I was like, what is going on? I had a lot of those moments then. And then finally, we did a little research and found out that my boss, his wife, is part of what's going on here. I said, well, I can find her. Right? So I got up with him. I said, you know, we'd really like to be a part of like a long term lease. We want to impact the community and everything. And she says, we would really like to have somebody there all the time. I was like, this is great. And so we prayed about it. We talked about it and everything. I said, you know, if you need us to help do some stuff or whatever, we can do that too. And so she came back and said, you know what? We we think this would be a good thing. Could you do this? And we said, yeah, we could do that. This is great. This is a blessing, right? So they blessed us to give us this opportunity to be here. Watch how it works. If you guys remember, let's reel back a couple of years ago. They blessed us. We came here and we thank God for that, and we want to be a mirror Christ to them to other people. And all of a sudden, they got blessed. They got a new roof. They got new windows. They got new shutters. They got new seats. And you know what? Everybody said, man, since you guys took over the women's club, you really did good. I said, we didn't do nothing. God blessed them and they passed it on. You see how that works? It wasn't, oh man, well, we're going to do this. It said, you know what? We believe we could be a part of what's going on there. We'd like to be a part of that. And look how God honored that. So, you know, a lot of times it doesn't always look good on paper, you know? I, I love Sonny. I didn't ask him, could I talk about it? But I'm going to do it anyway. And you had to love me through it. Boy, <laughs> he said, let it ride. You know, I, I, I tell you, man, I, I get so excited. Uh, you know, I haven't been on one of his little fishing things, man. But I know my niece and nephew have. And they loved it. And I see the impact that you had on their life and other things like that. And, you know, it wasn't that he's trying to grab all the money and do all the things like this, like. But he could make a difference. And it made a difference. And you know I went after they went out with you guys in the summertime and they, they were just oh boy look at this look at this and they were showing me all these things and this has blessed my heart and I said head I said if I was out on that boat and things got tough you think you could get us home? And she says oh yeah <laughs> I like it oh yeah I would get us home you know how, how, how does that work? That's a blessing that's an investment in people and you know what? It could be in boat it could be in your business. It could be just helping somebody out, you know. And this is not on the notes, not by in any shape or form. It could be helping somebody that lives across the street move a hot tub when you don't want to. <laughs> at 9 o'clock on a Saturday. But you know what? God's good. Amen. No, no, uh, no casualties. We did that. But you know what? I learned something from my, my neighbor yesterday. When we had to move his hot tub. And, and I've also learned something after lifting on things over the year. First question you want to know is how many people's coming? Right? How many people's there? He says, don't worry, I've overbooked. I said, that man is wise, right? Because see, a lot of times people say they'll be there and all of a sudden amnesia hits their house. Boom, like five minutes before they leave. Does that ever happen? He's like, where's everybody at? Where's everybody at? But you know what? God doesn't have amnesia. God's got more than enough. And the reality is this, he goes before us each and every day preparing the way. Amen. Rest in that reality. Let me tie that on in. Everybody's doing good. We've got a few more slides and we're going to bring it home. All right. Well, I love this. God can draw straight lines with crooked sticks. I heard that the other day, like I said, and it just, woo. I just, I, I want to get this to us today. You know, so I want us to walk through this today to let you know God never changes. You say, well, we know that. Then why do we act like he does? Just being honest. Right. We go, well, maybe he will, maybe he won't, maybe he will, maybe he won't. Well, what does his word say? He will. Amen. He's God and we're not and we can trust him. So as we look at the folks in the Bible, we find out that we got a lot in common with them, don't we? We really do. You know, you think about it. I tell you, when the Lord called me to preach, I thought, run. I knew what he said. And I go, I am like, just like in the store. I was looking like, you're talking to me, me. Oh my goodness! But God said, "You know what? We can work with that. Just be available." How many know, man, availability is a big thing, you know? Just being available is a big thing. But God can work through that. But I look back through here, and, and this is one of the things the Lord showed me. I was I was riding I was riding down this road right there, coming right down this street. It's probably 15 years ago, and when I was going to a Bible study, and I was like, I mean, I could hear myself. I was just getting over. One, I was like. Lord says, you know, this is what I got for you. And I go, I don't know Hebrew. (laughs) Like that was going to change his mind. I don't know any Greek. I was giving him all the, I mean, I don't, I mean, you know, Lord, I got to be honest, I don't think I even read a whole library book before in my life, you know? And and I was just bogging, I was talking and everything. And I bet you guy was just snickering. Like, yeah, I know, I was there. Yeah, I know, I know what I said. But you know what? Little as much as when Christ is in it, amen. Thank God that you know what, not where I used to be. I'm a long way from where I need to be, but God's still working in the midst of it. Amen. He won't leave you hanging. He won't leave you hanging. God is good. And when I just think about that, you know, with God's hand, you can have that crooked stick, but He can still guide that line just as straight. Our life might be crooked, it might be been out of shape, we might feel like we don't fit in, all those things, but He can still make a difference in the hand of God. Nothing is impossible. We're in the hand of God. I ain't even gonna stay there long because I'm got too excited about what I gotta share next, man. Man, it doesn't matter. When we're in God's grip of his grace, we are secure. We're in the family of God for eternity. Can anybody tell me how long eternity is? It's, a lot, it's, it's, it's like past 30 days, 60 months, forever, right? Forever. See, sometimes we act like it's just until we mess up. We act like it's just when everything's going good. We're thinking, man, well, well, things are not going right. So obviously, God's kicked me to the curb. Let's break it down. That's not what happened. That's not what happened. That is not what is happening by no means. Let me give you one of my favorite scriptures to encourage you. Ready? John 10, 27 through 30. You said, why is that such an important scripture to you in your life? Because early on in my walk, I was like this. I was on the fence. I was off the fence. Fence. Under the fence, over in the weeds, holding on to stuff. And I'm thinking, what is going on? And a friend of mine said, well, let me, let me help you out with this. I said, like, well, why do I do this if i was supposed to do this? And what's going on? I had all these things. This little peanut brain was smoking, man. Ooh, why is this happening? What's going on? Because I didn't understand the big picture. Okay? I'm going to read this for you right here. John 10, 27 through 30. Jesus speaking. He says, my sheep listen to my voice. Well, who's a good shepherd? Jesus, who's the sheep? That's me and you. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all. No one can snatch them out of my Father's hand. I and the Father are one. You know what? What do we got to do to stay in the Father's hand? We gave our life to the Lord. He's the one holding on to you. We're not holding on to Him. Amen. He has the grip on us. But I tell you, every now and then, I can find myself getting a little squeeze test. Lord, man, are you still there? Never leave you or forsake you. Lord, I'm feeling kind of lonely. He said, look up a little higher. Remember what I did. Remember where you were. Look where we're going. I'm not going to leave you. I'm not going to leave you. Even when I have tried to leave God is faithful, amen? I want you to hear that. Even when we've tried to run the other way, God said, oh no, I got you. I got you. I love you. Let me tell you, if you want to write something or underline it in your Bible, that's a good one to go back to right there. Because we can all have a tough day, and I want you to know that we're in the hand of God, amen? Well, let's keep on rolling. Another scripture I want to give you today is Psalm 48, 14. For this is God. For this God is our God forever and ever. He will be our God, even to the end. Man, when we build our foundation of faith on the truth of God's word, we can rest assured that we're never alone. We may feel emotionally like we're alone, but I'm going to tell you the truth of God's word is is that we're not alone. I want you to hear that because I don't know what's going to happen this week or anything else and I'm not preaching doom or gloom. I know that this message is on time for this week. tell you how I know. I spent so much time on this and I tried not to preach this message. I said, that's good, but I don't think it's for this week. And I would preach, go and look at some other places. And I would come back to this message. I would do a few more things. And I would come back to this. And I would come back to this. And I was like, finally, I was like, why in the world am I wrestling with God? I just wanted to be sure. Because I want to make sure that I'm listening to the Lord. And I'm giving us what God's given us for a time such as this. That's how important it is. That's how important it is to me. And I know that, you know what, when you love people, you want to do your very best. And you know what? God loves us and he gives us his very best. He gave us Jesus, amen? Take a look at this. For this God, I'm going to read it again, is our God forever and ever. Mm. He will be our God, our God, even till the end. You know what? It's not just for a day. It's just not for a week. It's forever and ever. So you know what? We can build on that foundation. But not only this, listen to this. We are in the hand of almighty God. And I wrote this last night. But not only in His hand, but we are in His heart. We're in the heart of God. That makes all the difference. So the question today is this. Is God in your heart? That's what we're coming down to. We know where God is. And we know what He's done to, to allow us that opportunity to have that relationship. But you know what do we know Him personally? And we can rest in the reality of His salvation, His sacrifice, and His redemption, and His love, and His forgiveness. And I thought, that's a really good place to end that message. But God said, I got some more. I said, okay, I ain't too busy. So let's go ahead to one more thing that the Lord showed showing me, all right? Y'all right? This right here. God can still draw straight lines with crooked sticks. God's not done with you yet. And remember I gave you a few, few folks in the Bible that had been through some tough times and God still used them? And I said, well, I I already covered that, God. That's what I was saying last night. Yeah, I got those points, Lord. But evidently, he had some more points. So I said, well, all right, let's take a look at this. He gave me this. He said, remember Joseph had a prison record. Remember Sarah laughed at the promises of God. Jacob hurt his family by playing favorites with his kids. Naomi and Ruth were widows. Job lost everything he had. Everything he had worked for. Jeremiah was depressed and suicidal. Rahab had been a prostitute. Noah had had a drinking problem, right? And Moses even stuttered. But I work for them. What would I do in your life if you gave me full access? We have total access to God through the person of Jesus Christ. But a lot of times, we don't allow God total access to our life, do we? We just nudge Him out. So today, I hope you hear that. That God can use us even in our current situation. And He draws some beautiful straight lines. With each and every one of us. I want you to hear that today. Next time you pick up a stick. I want you to think about this message. Next time you see somebody drawing on, on a line. Or maybe you're just sketching something. I want you to think about this message. How God can still use your life. I wrote this. is said take heart. Even when we fail. Our God is faithful. He comes to us in mercy. Compassion. And his love never fails. That is the amazing truth of God's word. That's the amazing truth of God's character. And I, and I also wrote a few other things. I'm just flowing with what the Lord gave me last night. Being imperfect emphasizes our dependence on God's mercy. Amen? It really does. Now, I think you guys are going to like this right here. The Lord doesn't wait until you and I are fixed before He intervenes. He takes you right where you are. And He does the work. He does it all. He looks beyond our current reality and He sees the possibilities. Amen? What are the possibilities in your life? i tell you what, the sky's the limit with Jesus Christ, amen? The sky's the limit. And he starts working with us right where we are. So if you're here today, I want to tell you what, there's no greater place to be in the, than the hand of God. There's no greater thing than realize that God loves and he's in charge. And we can rest in that reality. So today, as you carry this from, from this place back to your home, back to work, Let that be a theme of your week, and not just a week, but your life. That we can rest in the Lord. Even in our imperfections, we can stand tall in the victory of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. I want you to hear that today. No matter where you've been, no matter what you've done, God says, I love you and you're worth it. Let's pray. Father God, I thank you for the message today. Lord, I lift up that family here today for healing to the body, to the the son, and the whole situation with that, Lord. We just plead the blood of Christ over them. Father, I lift up the folks that are here today that... You know, just had a tough week. Just a crazy week. Lord, I, I speak forgiveness over their life. I speak that you, you, you pour your grace over their life. Lord, for those that are not with us because of ailments and different things going on, I, I, I plead healing over their body. But ultimately, Lord, if there's one here that does not know you today, I pray that they call on the name of Jesus. If you're here today and you say, buddy, I just don't know if I'd spend eternity with the Lord. I want you to listen up. This is, this is for you call on the name of Jesus right where you are the Bible says that we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead. you will be saved if that's you today hey raise your hand we'll pray with you you can come up front and ask questions you don't leave here today without knowing what it means to have that relationship with the Lord it's by grace through faith you've been saved call on his name and if you're here today like I said the week has just been overwhelming I pray for each one of my brothers and sisters as well as my family and myself Lord Father forgive us for our shortcomings Father, help us to be mindful of the grace and love that you have for us. Lord, help us to rest in the reality that you are in charge and you are love, and you are just what we need. Everything can be found in the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Give the Lord a hand clap.